Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 113 begins on page 484, and Psalm 122 after that begins on page 503. Praise the Lord, ye servants. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name is praise, from the rising up of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, that hath his dwelling so high, and yet humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth? He taketh up the simple out of the dust, and lifteth the poor out of the mire. That he may set him with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Psalm 122. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand in thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is at unity in itself. For hither the tribes go up, even the tribes of the Lord, to testify unto Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there is the seat of judgment, even the seat of the house of David. O pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls, and plenteousness within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, I will wish thee prosperity. Yea, because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do thee good. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th verse of the 13th chapter of the book of Exodus. And it shall be when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers and gives it to you, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb, that is, every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have, the males shall be the Lord's. But every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb, and if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And all the firstborn of man among your sons you shall redeem. So it shall be, when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is this? That you shall say to him, By strength of the hand of the by strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh was stubborn about letting us go, that the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all males that open the womb, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It shall be as a sign on your hand, and as frontlets between your eyes, for by the strength of the hand the, by strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Magnificat, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then, for then would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. But that will we, by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nucdemitus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people 
to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and ever-living God, we humbly beseech thy majesty that as thy only begotten Son was this day presented in the temple and substance of our flesh, so we may be presented unto thee with pure and clean hearts by the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. T tonight we're uh, celebrating the eve of the presenta presentation, which is also uh, known as the um, purification of Mary. And um, in the Old Testament, the, the laws, the rules, were after childbirth, a woman would, uh, after 40 days, would present herself and be purified so she could um, enter the temple. And so this is what's happening. And they also present the child, the, the firstborn, to uh, in the temple. And um, and so this is, you'll, I don't want to ruin the story for tomorrow, but um, you'll hear a thing from Simeon. And uh, it's, a, it's a great verse. I'm really looking forward to it. So let's start with the idea that we're um, going to to present in the temple. And so like the, the law was, the firstborn was presented and the firstborn was set aside for God. And that's one of the um, one of the rules they had or one of the, the uh, traditions. I don't want to call it a tradition. It was a rule. It's a law. OK, so that's what they were supposed to do. And um, so in Psalm 122, the first verse, I read it. I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And I don't know about you when you read that verse, but the first thing I thought of is, am I always glad when I go into the house of the Lord? 
And I thought about it a little bit, and I thought sometimes I'm thinking, wow, I've got to get there by 11 o'clock. i got to set up. i got to be there by 9. I, got, you know, I don't really want to go today. I'd rather go somewhere else. I'd rather do something else. And um, so I'm asking myself, if, if I'm feeling that way, what, you know, and I don't feel that way every week just from confession point of view, but if I'm feeling like that ever, then what am I missing? What am I forgetting about God that I get to go into his very presence, me who is not um fit to go into his very presence and so the what we'll see in the next two passages or the next two passages is is why we're able to go into the presence of god and to remember who he is and so that's um that's what the protocols were we we um we go to god we come into his promises and we offer a sacrifice and we remember and so we do that if you see that in our even in our evening prayer we we start we we um we uh, look at God's promises. We read one of the versicles that we start with. Uh, we offer ourselves in, in um, confession, and, and um, God approves of us, and, and we're um, absolved from our sins as we offer in confession. And then we remember, and so now we're remembering through God's word everything that God's done. So uh, we get into um, our Old Testament lesson in Exodus. And so as we you remember that all the males in um, Egypt were, they died in the, in the, and the Jewish males didn't die in the last plague because of the Passover. So the the tradition or the rule was that the the firstborn belonged to God. And so all firstborn animals, clean animals, were offered in sacrifice. And uh, firstborn males of um, humankind were, were redeemed. And just uh, from what I read, five shekels was the redeeming price because obviously they weren't going to sacrifice their sons or like they did in some of the pagan um, uh, cultures. Uh, a donkey, or and I think in the New King James it refers to him as an ass, but a donkey uh, wasn't sacrificable because it was a um, unclean animal. So what they would have to do is, if I had a donkey and it was the firstborn of the, um, you know, the first one out of the womb for for that particular uh, mare, um, then I can't sacrifice that donkey. I have to sacrifice a sheep or a goat. And so sometimes people would not want to sacrifice because it's you know it's a it wasn't a, a cheap thing it was a, it was a uh, could be a financial hardship for some people so the law was that if you don't sacrifice or redeem this donkey then its neck will be broken and of course if its neck's bro broken it's it's useless to you so um, the firstborn have to be redeemed and so then the remembering. This is the important part, too, because when we remember who God is, then, then it makes us joyful to come into the house of the Lord. I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy to come into the I'm glad when they said to me, we'll go into the house of the Lord, because we remember who God is. And uh, then we remember who are, we are in relation to God. And this remembering in Exodus came from parental instruction. And so you're to tell your sons, this is, this is why, because the, uh, by strength of hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt. It wasn't anything we did. It was God himself who did it. And Pharaoh, who all you know, the most powerful king around, the, the Lord um, over overcame him and and all of Egypt, and so that's what we remember is who's who's strong, who's in charge, and who we owe everything to. And so then we get into Hebrews, and um, we look at this sacrifice that they made it wasn't uh, the kind of sacrifice that was once and for all. So a couple of different things happen. Jesus is, comes into the temple. And uh, you remember when Solomon's temple was built, God's uh, presence came into the temple. It was a mighty thing. And, and then God's presence left the temple because of sin. And then they rebuilt the temple, but God never really uh, came in again. 
And so here it is, the first time God enters the temple since uh, the, the presence of God became evident and, and, and descended on the temple um, when Solomon built his temple. So here, here is God coming again to the temple. And we can come to the temple not because we're holy, but because we're justified through the, the gift and the, and the work of Jesus upon the cross. So now our response because he takes away sin, the sin, he takes away all sin. Their sacrifices were just to make it so they were able to come into God's presence. And now this sacrifice, we become justified. So we offer ourselves and we offer ourselves in communion each Sunday. And we offer back the sacrifice of Jesus and, and together with our offering and because of G, because of G, us offering back and claiming that sacrifice, we're accepted. And then we're always called into remembrance, um, and, uh, of God. And, and we respond and we should respond with, um, with grace and, and, uh, because of his grace and we respond with gratitude. I'm sorry. So we respond with gratitude. And so one of the things that I think happens to us as Christians, there's a word habituation and a couple ways to say that. But if there's an annoying sound that's going on, it, it bothers you. But after a while, you will not hear that sound. Uh, about five years ago, we were in the motorhome, and, and about 4.30 in the morning, Nina said, can you sleep? And I said, yeah, I'm asleep. And she goes, can't you hear those roosters? And I thought, no, I can't hear roosters, because I grew up next door to roosters, and so I don't hear them. I've become so habituated to them, and it still is something that I'm habituated to, and so I don't hear them. And what happens, uh, habituation in that case, it's because it's an annoying thing that I can't hear. But we can become habituated to good things and get so used to them that we forget what they are. So uh, I like this this um, feast that we're we're celebrating because it um, it reminds us of who God is and who we are in relation to Him, and it helps us overcome that habituation and remember that it's it's a wonderful and great gift that we have. And we also do this every day when we live by rule and when we live in our prayer. So that's more than a few thoughts, but I'll keep it at that, and we'll we'll finish with the intercession on page five ninety. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all of those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Beseech thee, O Lord, to continue thy gracious protection to us this night. Defend us from all dangers and mischiefs and from the fear of them, that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day. And grant us grace always to live in such a state that we may never be afraid to die. 
so that living and dying we may be thine through the merits and satisfaction of thy son christ jesus in whose name we offer up these in, these our imperfect prayers amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy ghost be with us all evermore amen thank you for being with me thanks barb and Aaliyah. um it's really good to be with you and um happy to happy Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night.